Welcome back to the Mike and Andrew Show. I'm Andrew Serwick here again with Mike Meredith. Mike, how are you doing this fine Tuesday evening? Doing good, man. Again, lots to talk about this this week. Oh, yes, it is. Hockey's finally back. We got some games tonight. Uh, but let's get into this weekend review. Uh, we'll kick it off with the NFL Thursday night. Bears finally won a game, man. They beat Washington 40-20. to 20. Um, this was kind of a shock to everyone to have seen uh, to wa- uh, Washington lose to Chicago. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was an interesting game. Justin Fields didn't really look that good, but, I mean, four touchdown passes, you, you can't go wrong there. Yeah, at least uh, the offense looked somewhat uh, alive there. They had a really good connection with DJ Moore. Uh, DJ Moore had a big game for the Bears. Feels like Washington's up and down, man. They almost beat Philadelphia the week before going to OT, and then this week they lose to the Bears. So tough to see where they're at, but yeah, Bears get the first win of the year. Yeah, DJ Moore had an incredible game, man. Three touchdowns. Uh, 230 receiving yards on eight catches, so a lot of lot of yak there for him, uh, which is really good to see. Um, Lions and the Panthers. Panthers came into Detroit and just got their asses handed to them. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson with the one-handed picks. Uh, that was yeah, awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean the Lions did what great teams do, and that is make bad teams look bad. I mean. On both sides of the ball, this team was just rolling. Yeah, man, they looked great. Um, I will say, man, shout out Hutch, man. What a epic game he had, like usual. And um, that was the one thing I was I was a little bit uh, concerned with at first was you know the Lions they tend to um, lose to the teams they shouldn't lose to. So you know Carolina coming in being the big underdog. Maybe they do what Dallas did a few weeks ago and don't even try and just lose the game. But, nope, they came out pretty much out the gate and just dominated. So it was good on them, man. Uh, it was a solid performance. Yeah, and, and like I said, that is what great teams do is is they don't, you know, lose the games that they should easily win. And I was, I'm looking at the Lions' schedule. There's only one – one game I can see the Lions really losing that's left this year, and that's to the Cowboys. And even then, if the Cowboys don't take Detroit seriously, we, we could honestly see the Lions go 16-1. to I highly doubt it. It's the NFL. Crazy things are going to happen, though. But, I mean, both sides of the ball just were going. And, you know, like I said, they did what great teams do, and that is make bad teams look bad. Uh, the London game, uh, Jacksonville beat the Bills 25-20. to um, I, I, I'm going to put this down to jet lag, man. I mean, like, yeah. I, I mean, the bills just did not look good after, you know, bouncing back after a bad week one with just dominant performances. Um, you know, they just didn't look all that good and, you know, they got there, I think on Friday. Uh, so I think, yeah, jet lag definitely played a big, uh, role in this game. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, if you look at, the first half of that game, it was just low scoring, and there were actually reports that the the terrible per field they were saying, like the field conditions were not the best for either team. That's why they, you know, didn't start out that great. I feel like that was another 
uh, reason the jet lag plus you know the the field conditions not being great but um, you know there was the exciting at the end you know Buffalo gave it uh, a little bit of a chance there but Jacksonville coming out with the win but yeah I don't think that this is going to affect Buffalo too much moving forward I think that they'll come back you know to America and get back to where they were uh, before this London game. Yeah, I I think, you know, I, like the turf conditions were pretty bad. Uh, a lot of players were, were complaining about just how bad it was. Um, obviously, I think the jet lag definitely had a ton to do with it. Uh, but that said, I don't think this loss really hurts the Bills all too much. Um, you know, they, 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 I think they'll definitely bounce back once they get back uh, here, and we'll see. Um, the Colts hosted the Titans. Uh, and they won 23 to 16. Um, this was a game I picked the Titans to win, and they didn't. The the AFC South, man, it's just it's just a weird division. A lot of teams with better records than uh, than we expected at this point in the season. Yeah, man. Um, the Colts win again. Anthony Richardson uh, finally coming back, but um, we'll see if they can keep this up. They I don't think they will. I think that eventually they'll come back to earth. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Anthony Richardson, man, he is a glass cannon. I mean, he is the definition of a glass cannon. He is fragile as shit. He's already injured again. Uh, it looks like he injured his throwing shoulder too in this game. Gardner Minshew had to come in. He stepped up too. I mean, he, he went 11, 14. They did a lot of work on the ground. Um, you know, the, the run game is really what took over. Uh, Zach Moss had a really good game. Um, Jonathan Taylor wasn't a big factor, and I kind of expected that after he signed his deal. I think it was – was it Thursday or Friday? Um, mm-hmm. yep. he, he signed his deal, and, I mean, yeah, it's uh, – I, I didn't expect him to do much, just like I didn't expect J- uh, Jamison Williams to do much in this uh, in the Lions game, which that missed catch was so bad. That but. Was a- that so was bad. that was embarrassing as hell, but I I think he got scared. But anyways, back to this game. Yeah, I, I didn't expect Jonathan Taylor to to be a big factor just because you know, while he is a great running back, you know, he didn't have a training camp. He's missed the first few weeks of the season. So they did sign him though to that extension. Yeah, so, yeah. And, you know, it's, that, you know. and and it's a you know, i think it was a three year, forty two million dollar deal, something like that. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean, yeah, they they finally got the, got their star running back back. I think in about I think by like week seven, week eight, he'll actually start being a factor in games. Uh, that said, man, I, the Colts might actually win this division because it's well, I mean, one, it's that bad, but they're actually not that bad of a team this year. Their defense has actually stepped up quite a bit. Um, speaking of bad divisions, uh, but this team had a shutout. Saints uh, beat the Patriots thirty-four to nothing. Look, I was I was ready to rule the Saints out from from winning this division, but after I'm I know it's New England and New England is horrible at the moment, but you know the Saints looked really good in this game and they did what good teams are supposed to do, and that is make bad teams look really bad. Now I know the Saints aren't necessarily a good team, but they did look good. Derek Carr had a really good game, um, and uh, so did Alvin Kamara. Man, the Patriots are just boo-boo, man. <laughs> that is just embarrassing, man. They just looked awful. 
I think they've gotten outscored like 72-3 to in their last two games. Belichick, man, should have retired when Brady left, man, because it's not looking so good right now. I get he has, like, you know, not a great offense. And, you know, and that's what I've always kind of talked about with coaches, man. You can only go as far as the players you have. But, man, uh, they just look awful. Yeah, I, I think, honestly, if if you're uh... – uh, who's their owner? Kraft. Um, forget his fucking first name. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I'd, I'd fire Belichick. I mean, look, he, he's 72 years old. He's he's at the end of his career, and every single week he's just proving more and more that it was all Brady. I mean, yeah, this, this is just horrible. Uh, speaking of horrible, uh, Lamar Jackson, man, he – he, I, I don't understand why this guy has so much hype, man. He is fucking garbage, but people think he's this really good quarterback. He he cannot throw. He hasn't been able to run this year. They lose to the Steelers 17-10, to man. I mean, like I said, man, Lamar is fucking garbage. Yeah, that was just awful. They, were, they uh, had 17 unanswered points. Steelers come back and win. They got to win those, you know, uh, in-division games and just don't. Lamar looked horrible. And, I mean, hopefully they play that way against the Lions the next couple weeks. Uh, That'd be nice to see. But, yeah, man, Lamar, that was not it. You know, if if you look at the win probability, um, it wasn't until, um, until, like, very late in the fourth quarter it switched from... Uh, from the Ravens having the the likely win till to uh to Pittsburgh having that likely win and I mean dude and and the thing is is Kenny Pickett did not have a very stellar game I mean he went eighteen for thirty two he didn't throw any picks but you know Pittsburgh is not a good team and this is a team where if you're Baltimore and you're trying to make the playoffs you gotta win this game and Lamar just you know, he, he can't do anything this year. He's just been horrible. Um, so, yeah, if, if, if Detroit, you know, plays like they did and Baltimore keeps doing what they're doing, I think Detroit might win that game when that, when that game comes. Um, Texans and the Falcons played in Atlanta. Atlanta wins 21-19. to um, Both these offenses just really suck. I mean, CJ Stroud looked okay. At times, uh, Desmond Shitter looked pretty good in this one. But, look, it was a low-scoring game, and it's not necessarily because the defenses were that great, but it's more just the offenses were kind of booty, man. Yeah, man. So this is probably Shroud's uh, worst performance so far over the games he's played. Um, I was looking at the score for this game when it was on, and just such a low-scoring Low-scoring one. I'm shocked he had Desmond Shitter actually uh, did a little bit of something. He ran in a touchdown at the start of the game. Um, yeah, he um, – I don't believe in him at all. Yeah, it, it is a big win. Um, you know, they, they, they're they in a, a fight with really everyone in that division uh, except for Carolina. Except Carolina. <laughs> you know, the, the Bucks are, are – have a better record. The Saints have a better record than expected, and you know the Falcons are right up in that mix. So, I think both the AFC and NFC South are like 
the records on those teams are a lot better than I think really anyone expected uh, this early on in the year. So it's going to be a very interesting game. And, you know, this was probably, yes, Stroud's worst game so far this year. But he still had a pretty decent game. I mean, he had almost 250 yards passing, which ain't bad. But, yeah, I mean, it, this was a this was an interesting game, to say the least. Uh, the Dolphins at home hosted the Giants, winning it 31-16. to Tua threw a uh, a pick in the red zone, went went back for 102 yards, uh, but it didn't really matter in this game. Um, you know, my, Miami's offense just killing it again. That Tyreek Tua connection, just insane so far this year. Yeah, Miami handled business here, and the Giants, man. I know I brought this up to you before the show, man. I gotta talk about Evan Neal, man. Dude, that dude. dude. Looks like <laughs> He's, he looks like he's blocking John Cena out there, bro. Like, he literally is blocking no one. Like, he'll block for, like, half a second and then just look lost, man. It is ridiculous, man. He is just awful. A complete bust, man. Uh, Alabama, man, producing more garbage talent in the NFL. Like, get, get him out of the league, man. He, he is horrible. Dude, I, I, I honestly, like... I think it was last week he he blocked his own you know player. I think we discussed that. Uh, he blocked his own teammate, and then this week, yeah, he just he he was blocking air. I mean, literally was blocking it. Like, I don't know if this man is just like you know stupid or blind or just has a concussion, man. But something ain't right with him, man. <laughs> something is not man, right. Lost out there, man. It, it's ridiculous. Um, and then, uh, Devonna Kane, dude, he looked really good. 11 carries for 151 yards for Miami. He looked really good and Miami just handled business. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so Bengals finally get a win. They go to two and three. They beat a pretty bad Arizona team, 34 to 20. Uh, this was kind of a, a comeback game that, you know, Cincinnati really needed after a very, very slow start. Uh, Joe Burrow actually played really, really well. Um, and Josh Dobbs, man. I, I know Arizona's hurting in the quarterback position a lot, but Jesus Christ, he was horrible. Yeah, man. And um, shout out Jamar Chase after, you know, his little interview the week before claiming about, you know, him being always open, man. He went crazy. Um probably the best fantasy performer of the week. Um, he went off like he should, and uh, they took care of business there. Yeah, he, he did have the best uh, fantasy score uh, this week out of any wide receiver. Actually, I think of any player. Um, and, and Joe Burrow, man, he, he finally looked competent out there. Yeah, he threw the pick. That's it, it's going to happen in the NFL, and you know he's still not. I don't think he's still a hundred percent. But man, what a bounce back for him! Um, Eagles beat the Rams twenty three to fourteen. Look, the, the the Eagles have been a freight train, but the last couple weeks have been keeping it close with you know some pretty bad teams. I mean, uh, overtime with with Washington, and, and now uh, you know. A nine-point game with the Rams. This is not 
the Eagles offense that we saw in the past in the in the first couple weeks of the season. Yeah, I agree, man. Um I think Philadelphia they're definitely going to have their first loss come up in these next couple of weeks. I mean, they've looked, you know, they're they're undefeated, but they haven't really looked dominant as much as like San Francisco's looked dominant. So, I think that we see their first loss come, but Philly's still a great team, probably the second best team in the NFC right now. Um, so we'll see how they continue moving forward. Yeah, I, I, th- I think they definitely will get that first loss pretty soon. I mean, as good as they are, there there's just some things that are just not clicking uh, for this team at the moment. So um, if they continue to play like they have been, I think a loss is right around the corner. Uh, the Jets beat the Broncos on the road, thirty-one to twenty-one. Russ is just fucking <laughs> horrible. Um, uh, Zach Wilson also was horrible, but he had a slightly better game. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the Jets pulling out the victory in this one, um, dude. I I don't I don't know what's going on in Denver, but but something. Something's got to get fixed, and it's got to get fixed quick. And I don't know if benching Russell Wilson might be the fix for that. Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs> like, man, that is just so horrible. I mean, I feel like they, you know, do they bench Russ? I mean, he's they're paying him so much. It's like, do you even want him on the bench? But he's such a bad player for their team, man. Broncos just look awful. The Jets come out with the win Broncos man they're I guess just try and shoot for a top pick at this point yeah this was a game you know Nathaniel Hackett wanted to win this game super bad after especially after what Sean Payton had said about him so so having him go into Denver and and win a game like this as uh, as the offensive coordinator for New York this was something obviously that that was much needed for him uh, to boost his confidence, make him feel better, and really make Sean Payton look like a look like a fucking moron for what he said. Uh, but yeah, like I don't know what the solution is in Denver. Uh, their defense blows, their offense blows. Rust is horrible. Uh, you know, Broncos country, let's cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Chiefs. Went into Minnesota. They win 27-20. to 20. Um, I got to tell you, man, the, the Chiefs offense still can't do a whole lot. Despite Mahomes having a really good game, you know, Minnesota's really, really bad. Uh, Kirk Cousins had another abysmal game. Um, I just, I don't know, man. There, there's something just not working in Kansas City right now. I, I, I honestly don't even know what it is. Yeah, they definitely don't look as dominant as they do uh, last, like last year. Um, Kelsey is, you know, could miss some time um, again with seems like field conditions, you know, uh, non-contact injury, and then uh, the Vikings. Jeff, Justin Jefferson's going to be out at least four games. They said so. Another team that's probably going to chalk up their season here pretty soon. And just throwing the towel. So I think Minnesota is pretty much done for after they got so lucky last year, man. Seems like everything's going wrong this year. Yeah, I mean they're they're uh their the record's one and four and you know, they're they're still they're oh and four again in, in one score games now. I mean th- that is you know, a complete 
180 of what they were last year when they were undefeated in one score game. So, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of karma in a way. But yeah, I think Minnesota's out of this divisional uh, race. I mean, you're you're four games back already this early on in the season, and you have some tough games coming up too uh, against the Niners. Uh, they could easily lose to the Falcons and the Saints the way they've been playing too. So it'll uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see. But I don't know, man. Just the Vikings are not looking good. Um, neither neither's the Cowboys. Dak looked horrible in this game on the road in San Francisco. They lose forty-two to ten. The Niners just they keep rolling, man. They all side both sides of the ball are clicking. Um, look, I, 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 I want to use the word privilege here because how privileged are these 49ers fans where they can just get any player from really anywhere, just plug them into the offense or the defense. And it's like, it's like they didn't lose anything of value. Yeah, man, this is one of the best teams I've seen in a long time. I think this is better than even like the chiefs team last year that won the Super Bowl. They look so good, man. Fred Warner is the best middle linebacker in the league, a forced fumble and interception and a sack in the game. And shout out to San Francisco won 200 bucks off them winning, uh, winning the game, man, uh, definitely handled Dallas and definitely going to be interesting if they play in the playoffs because of the whole George Kittle situation with him wearing the fuck Dallas shirt and Michael Parsons trying to come out afterwards. And then Debo with his response saying, I don't think, you know, they're going to be any issue. So we'll have to see how they do. But yeah, Kittle, big game, three touchdowns. Purdy looks, I don't know, I know you're not too crazy on him, but I feel like for what they have, man, he kind of fits in there pretty well for being such a low contract on the team and having skilled players everywhere on the field. Uh, he might be enough, man. I Look, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. He's still not it. I mean, like the majority of quarterbacks in this league could do what he's doing, because uh, that offense is is built for bad quarterbacks. I mean, like Daniel Jones could be doing the exact same thing Brock Purdy is. That's how, you know, that's just how that system works in, uh, offensively in San Francisco. I mean, you you could plug and play any quarterback at that position, unless you're an FCS, uh, you know pick in uh Trey Lance because uh he's fucking <laughs> dog shit and I don't understand why they gave up so much for an FCS quarterback. This is why you don't ever really see FCS quarterbacks work out. You know, you you have a few that did like uh Joe Flacco, but come on, man. He he's he never proved anything in his time in college. And like I said, man, like the Niners often you, you could plug and play every single quarterback that's a starter, I think, and they would do just the exact same job, if not better, than Brock Purdy is. Um, like I said, I don't I still don't believe in him because he's just he's just not good and any quarterback could do what he's doing right now. Um, and then last night, Packers, man, they lose to the Raiders seventeen to thirteen. Um I, I I take back literally everything I ever said about Jordan Love uh, at the start of the season because he had a really good game uh, to start the season, and it's just been downhill ever since. Three interceptions, three interceptions uh, last night. 
Uh, he looked just horrible. And yeah, the, look, the the Lions are winning the North now. I mean, especially if they keep playing the way they are, uh, the Packers, that is. There's no way in hell anyone challenges the Lions in this. Yeah, the Packers um, pretty much uh, are out of it now. I mean, the Lions, you know, at least don't completely fall on their face. They got the division. That was such a, a mid game though last night. Just so boring. Um the Raiders they'll come out on top. They're really not gonna do much either. But yeah, I guess it was good for the Lions to have the Packers lose. That's the, really their that was really their only threat in the division. So uh yeah, Jordan Love looked horrible too, like you said. Yeah, and Jimmy G didn't look good either, man. I mean he threw a pick as well. He didn't throw nearly as many picks as Jordan Love, but just yeah, it, last night was a very boring game. I I had to turn the game off. I, like, uh, I I watched the first half and the, I just didn't even watch the second half because I was just so bored. Um, guess guess it really didn't matter because barely anything happened in that second half, anyways. So uh, that wraps up the review of this week. We're gonna get into the power rankings now. Um, I'm gonna just give you the top ten. Uh, so Baltimore dropped two spots. Uh, from eighth to tenth. After losing to uh to Pittsburgh, yeah, I I I don't even know why they're even in the top ten right now, man. That offense sucks. Lamar is one of the worst quarterbacks in the league right now. He is he is he has one of the worst passer ratings in the league, um, and he can't run. I don't know what it is this year, but he's just not able to run the ball at all. Yeah, Baltimore. I guess at ten, I'm okay with, but yeah, I could. I could see him being outside the top ten to just Baltimore right now doesn't even seem like Super Bowl contenders. I mean, like I said, maybe fringe playoff team at this point, but not much of a threat to anyone. No, they're they're not at all. I mean, the defense blows. I know they're still injured on defense, but it doesn't really matter when your offense literally cannot do anything. Uh staying at number nine uh is Seattle. Um you know they had a week. They had a bye week this week. Um, you know I I really hate having early bye weeks as as a team. Um, just just because like you want your bye week to either be late in the season or like in the middle of the season because you know you you can kind of rest up guys that have been injured uh, early on in the season in in the middle of the the season with having a middle of the week or middle of the season bye. Uh, but that said. Um, I mean, obviously, there's no reason to to have moved them uh, around. Uh, they didn't lose a game, but you know, it is what it is. There. Um, what are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, it's tough because you know, like you said, they coming off uh, the bye week there. But um, I think that position's all right, right there at number nine. Yeah, they've been performing well so far. So I think yeah, top ten spot for them. Seems reasonable. Uh, dropping out of the top five to number eight, Dallas Cowboys. They dropped three spots. A rough, rough loss uh, to uh, uh, to the to the Forty Niners. I mean, Dak looked horrible, and I, I always get a lot of shit for saying Dak is not a top ten quarterback in the league. He's not, man. I don't care what anyone says. He is not a top ten quarterback. Um, he's just. I mean, he's so inconsistent. And then when when the game's on the line, he just makes stupid mistake after stupid mistake, and we see that every year in the playoffs with him. Yeah, man, Dak is uh, Dak's horrible, man, and he's also like 
of the quarterbacks in the league right now. Like he's like kind of the king of the interception, man. Like he led the league in interceptions last year, might do it again this year. Like he's just not that great and they're paying him so much. Uh I think a, I think it should have been time to move off deck a while ago, but they still are sticking with him. Um but yeah, I think eight's fine for their position here. Definitely should have moved down after that performance. Yeah, I mean they they've beaten bad teams, but they have played like uh, I mean they they even lost to the uh, to the Cardinals. I mean they have not looked good so far, and their defense looked horrible this week as well. So yeah, makes sense. Uh, Jacksonville went from number twelve to number seven with the win this week. I don't know if I would have moved them up that far just for beating uh, Buffalo. Um, they they had an advantage, you know, with with the you know, being in London for way more time. They didn't have to deal with the jet lag like Buffalo did. Um, you know, I, I'm not okay with them being at seven. I think top ten is reasonable, but you know, I don't I don't know if they deserve to jump all the way up that much. Yeah, seven does seem high, but when you talk about the teams who are below them, I mean, probably taking them over Baltimore right now and. You know, Dallas has, you know, looked horrible. And then, of course, um, uh, and Seattle's the below team, them, too. Yeah. Yeah, Seattle. yeah. So just seeing the te- the other teams and then uh, them, I feel like seven's fine, but it does seem kind of high because, like you said, of the conditions and the London game. But we'll have to see how they do. I, I believe they had the 49ers coming up pretty soon. Within the next couple weeks or so, um, two or three weeks, so we'll have to see how they play in that game. So, yeah, I, I think you know, I, I would, I'll, I would definitely put Seattle above them. Uh, De- I, I don't think I'd see may, maybe Dallas ahead of them. I don't know. It, that, that one's kind of a toss up there because Jacksonville hasn't really been all that stellar this year. Um, but yeah, I, I think they're definitely a top ten team. I don't know about seven though. Uh, dropping out of the top five as well, Buffalo Bills went from number three to number six. Um, it was a, it was a tough loss. I think the jet lag definitely had a lot to do with it, um, and I, also the field conditions were really bad, which definitely played a factor. But it was a f- factor for both teams, you know. So you, you, you gotta play through that. But I, I I think you know Buffalo still could be a top five team this year. It, again, it's, it's just you know a lot of lot of different situations in this game, but I think maybe a fair rating for at least right now. Yeah, I think six is a fine rating, but it's interesting to see that um, you know well Miami won this week, and but now they have Miami ahead of Buffalo after Buffalo beat them head to head. So um, interesting to see, but yeah, Buffalo losing this week, so definitely the reason why they dropped. Um, I feel like number six is fine, maybe number five, but um, I can see them being where they're at. Yeah, it, it, I, th- I think, you know, they're definitely top ten team still for sure. Maybe even a top five still, but we'll just kind of have to see how things shake out. Uh, moving up two spots from number seven and number five, the Detroit Lions. Without Amon Ross, St. Brown, or Jameer Gibbs, and plenty of others, you know, they looked really good. Uh, I, I can only imagine how good we would have looked or the Lions would have looked uh, with St. Brown in the game. 
Um, and dude, Sam Laporta, man, he is the real fucking deal. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, you know, the, the Lions are fighting through a lot of injuries too. Uh, you know, Emmanuel Mosley came back and tore another ACL. Not, not good there, but you know, it's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, dude, the Lions, like I said, they been rolling lately and they definitely deserve this top five spot. Yeah, man, the Lions look great, and um, kind of the same reaction to how draft night was. Like, first-round picks haven't done much. Gibbs was out injured this week, but Gibbs and Campbell really haven't done much. But then our second and third-round picks, Brian Branch, even though he, he wasn't a factor this week, he's been great. Uh, Sam Laporta's been great. So our second-round picks have been uh, going off. Um, and yeah, I think that's definitely a fine placement, man. I, I was talking with someone at work and we were like, the Lions right now are the third best team in the NFC, uh, behind the 49ers and the Eagles. So, um, definitely fine with that placement. Yeah, no, I, I'm fine with that placement too. Um, you know, they, they've been performing very well and yeah, they're the third best team in the NFC right now. And they're only one game back from, you know, being in that quote unquote top spot because, you know, obviously the the Niners and the and the Eagles are tied for that first spot, but we're only one game behind both of those teams. So, uh, you know, it, interesting to see. And uh, the the first round picks have not looked good, uh, especially compared to the second round picks of the Lions this year. Uh, moving up two spots as well, from number six to number four, Miami. Uh, you know, they had a really good game offensively again. Uh, which apparently they can only do that at home this year. But, I mean, yeah, uh, I think this is another one where, yeah, I, I agree with the with the spot completely. I mean, they, they've been rolling uh, offensively, obviously the 70-point the game against Denver, um, and they took care of business this week as well. Yeah, Miami looking great. Um, definitely worthy of a top five uh, in the power rankings. Yeah. Uh, dropping back one spot to number three is Kansas City. You know, they've been, like we touched on in, in the in the review, man, They their offense has not been rolling. Out, outside of the uh, the Chicago game, they have not put up more, they have not put up more than 30 points. Um, th- this was their, their most points outside of the Chicago game scored this year, um, which is, not something we typically see from these uh, from these Kansas City uh, team lately. I, I think yeah, number three is probably a good spot for them. I mean, because well, you know, you already know who the number one and number two are. Yeah, um, Chiefs here. Um, I think that three is good. I think the Philadelphia is probably a little bit better. You know, they're undefeated compared to the Chiefs who uh, lost earlier in the year. And their offense hasn't looked that great. But, yeah, um, three's fine. And then number two, number one, Philly at number two, they gain two spots. And, you know, San Francisco stays at number one. And they're going to stay at number one until someone beats them. Uh, plain and simple. Their their defense is just too good. And, you know, their, their offense has been rolling. Uh, Philly being back to number two just feels right. Yes, they struggled. Uh, the last two weeks, but they're still collecting W's. Um, but I don't think they've struggled honestly as much as Kansas City has at all this entire season. 
Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm fine with both these placements, obviously, especially with uh, San Francisco staying at number one. Yeah. So we had a pretty interesting week in uh, in college football, man. Um, a lot to talk about. Uh, we'll we'll kick it off with all the twenty five with the top twenty five matchups. Uh, we'll go to uh, to Dallas, the Red River Red River rivalry. Oklahoma upsets Texas thirty four to thirty. That was an all time classic game, man. That was. I mean, look, I I'm disappointed. Texas lost. Yes. Um, Oklahoma has a really good offense this year. Their defense isn't really all that good. Um, but look, I'm still, I'm still going to say it. Texas is still back. They're going to, you know, I think they're going to beat Oklahoma in the, in the big 12 championship game this year, man. Man, crazy. You're still saying Texas is back, man. I was uh, curious to, of course, see your reaction after Texas lost. Um, but yeah, Oklahoma with the big upset win, that was a great game. Um, I do think, like you said, they will beat Oklahoma again when they play each other. But, I mean, kudos to Oklahoma for pulling out the upset. Yeah, you, you know, five is the devil's number, and that's what Texas was favored by. Teams that are favored by five in college football, just for some reason, five just if, – if a team is favored by five points, bet the other team because literally every almost every single game with a five-point – favorite the favorite loses the game like i think i think i uh, saw something like only like two and a half percent of games uh with a five point favorite the favorite actually wins uh which is crazy five is the devil's number man but look i, I think we're gonna see this rematch uh later this season uh in the big 12 championship game between these two schools and th- this was a b minus performance from texas and Oklahoma, that was an A-plus performance, so I think if Texas pl- pl- puts on an A-plus performance next time, they'll win this game. Uh, Michigan absolutely slaughtered Minnesota 52-10. to That's the most points Michigan's allowed so far this season, but Michigan did what great teams do, and that is make bad teams look bad. Uh, they cover yet again, and this time they do it in stellar fashion. Yeah, the Lions, or not the Lions, but Michigan uh, actually played a solid game. Um, you know, they have not really been covering the spread, but finally blowing the doors open against Minnesota was great to see. Yeah, J.J. looked really good. The run game looked pretty solid. Donovan Edwards, man, he still can't do anything. I thought he had that touchdown. I thought he finally scored a touchdown. He didn't. Um, but, you know, it is what it is there. Michigan still, you know, just – just dominating man and you know the last two weeks they've that's what they've done they've been able to cover and they've made bad teams look bad the the first month Michigan didn't look good I mean they didn't cover against really really bad schools that are worse than the teams that they're beating right now um and now they're you know doing what they're supposed to do against these bad schools uh Ohio State hosted Maryland um in the first half, man, this looked like it could be anyone's game. Uh, Maryland looked really good. Uh, Ohio State looked horrible. And even the second half, despite shutting Maryland out in the second half, Ohio State still didn't really look all too good. Uh, but they just kind of made Maryland tired uh, in that first half and kind of just were able to slowly pull away from that. Yeah, Ohio State looked all right. Um, you know, I think it was still like a 20-point win against Maryland. So, 
you know, they did what they needed to do, but wasn't too crazy of a performance. Yeah, they, they get the W. I, that, I mean, that matters. But look, I, I think the, the we we gotta like figure out a different way to do rankings because it's a it it should be more about how you play than you know just look because like most of these AP writers don't even watch the game they just look at the score and be like oh yeah uh they looked they they won they they blew the, they blew them out but it's like if you actually watch the game instead of watching the game of the retarded Mac school that you're fucking writing for or whatever. You, you would know a lot of these teams have not been performing very well. You can't just look at the box score and think that, you know, a team's been playing well when they're not. But, yeah, I mean, Ohio State, something's not clicking on, on really on defense because Maryland was able to run very well against them. And that offense, man, I, I don't know what's going on, but uh, Marvin Harrison and Kyle McCord just really don't have a good connection so far. Uh, LSU – went into Missouri and they won 49 to 39. Um, I kind of saw this coming. I think Missouri's a little overrated. Um, LSU's offense was a little bit too much for them to handle. Um, but LSU's defense, obviously allowing Missouri to put up 39 on them, not looking good, but LSU just took care of business and got the W. Yeah. LSU man, uh, looking good. I know Mizzou took the lead early in that game, but LSU came out and won. Um, I don't think it was too much of a surprise, though. I know Mizzou has a solid team, but LSU, I think, is just a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, LSU's defense blows, man. And that's why they have two losses already this year. Um, but, yeah, they're, I mean, their offense was able to pull out the W for them. And their offense is really good, but, man, their defense is bad. Uh, UCLA uh, beat number 13 Washington State 25-17. to I saw this one coming. UCLA was favorited. I th- I think Washington State's a little overrated. I think they're a really good team still. Um, but UCLA, um, they came off the bye week, and they, they took care of business, man. Yeah, they did. Um, UCLA looking good against Washington State there and uh, taking the win. Yeah, that was, uh, it was a good win for UCLA. Um not a loss you want to have for, for Washington State, but man, the the uh, the, uh, the Pac-12 is starting to uh, to cannibalize itself, and you know it was a uh, you know Dante Moore looked really really good again at times. Uh, he did throw a couple picks in that game, but you know the, UCLA's defense was able to take care of business in this one. Uh, Florida State beat Virginia Tech 39-17. Not a whole lot to talk about. Virginia Tech blows. Florida State, they've struggled, but this was kind of a win that they needed uh, after struggling against uh, Boston College and uh, and Clemson in previous weeks. Uh, They they needed a pretty big win like this. Uh, So, yeah. Yeah, a solid win there. Um, Neither of those teams are too great but um yeah getting uh that win was definitely solid yeah uh bama went in into a college station they beat texas a&m 26 to 20 um look this was a game texas a&m could have won and they just didn't um there, there was a lot of bad coaching decisions in this game uh by texas a&m and i mean yeah, I mean, it was a good win for Bama, but 
th- this was a winnable game for Texas A&M. Yeah, so bad, man. I really want to see Texas A&M win that game, but Bama, of course, wins again, so um, they stay uh, winning, but, you know, they're definitely not as good as they have been in the past, so just wish Texas A&M would have played a little bit better. Yeah, I, I mean, and, you know, Bama, they're not a horrible team this year. They're not a good team by any means, but this this was a game. As much as I hate both these teams, I would have liked to have seen A&M win it just because, you know, fuck Bama. That's that's my motto in life, apparently. Uh, North Carolina taking care of business. They beat Syracuse 40-7. to Drake May had a really good performance. Um yeah, I mean, he. I mean, he's he is a Heisman favorite for sure. Yeah, Drake May is looking good, man. Um, you know, North Carolina is a solid team, so uh, yeah, he did good in this game. Yeah, I mean, North Carolina, man, they are really good this year. Um, you know, they, they kind of came out of nowhere uh, last year, and I mean, Drake May is a big part of that. I mean. They they have been really solid so far this year, offensively especially. Um, and they you know they handled business with Syracuse. Georgia finally covered. They beat Kentucky fifty one to thirteen. Um, you know this was look, one thing that I took away from this game is Georgia has the best passing offense in the entire country right now. Brock Bowers has been incredible. Carson Beck has looked really good. Um, the receiver, ta- the receiving talent is amazing. The pass protection is really good. Um, yeah, Georgia handled business against Kentucky this week, and like I said, they have the best passing offense in the country right now. Yeah, I remember uh, you and Ian were picking Kentucky for the upset. I definitely was not feeling that. So Georgia coming out on top here and actually showing a pretty dominant performance against a good team. Uh, it was good to see that they finally, you know, did something this year against a, a good team. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I was really hoping Kentucky would have upset them just because it was more selfish reasons for me because I just wanted to see Michigan with that number one next to their name. Uh, that was the only reason why. I didn't think Kentucky would actually win this game. And, yeah, I, I got proven right with that one. Um, but, yeah, Georgia handled business. And they finally did something that they needed to do, and that was make bad teams look bad. Kentucky's really not that good of a team this year. Um, they beat a ranked Florida team that shouldn't have been ranked, you know, and they got ranked because of that. It's just, like I said, the rankings really don't mean anything when when bad teams get ranked and then they lose to, you know, some decent competition for once, and it's, it's just a jumbled-up mess. Uh, but yeah, Georgia took care of business as usual uh, against you know bad teams. Well, not as usual, I guess, for the first time this season. But yeah, they they definitely this week actually deserve the number one next to their name. Uh, Ole Miss uh, beat Arkansas twenty-seven to twenty. Obviously, a big win last week against LSU. And while Arkansas is only uh, two and four, they've played some pretty tough games against LSU and now against Ole Miss as well. Um, but, yeah, Ole Miss just able to get business done this week. Yeah, Ole Miss uh, with the win, so, um, you know, 
not really that difficult of a game against Arkansas. So, um, yeah. Uh, Notre Dame went to Louisville and they lost, man, thirty-three to twenty. I had, I think I picked Louisville to win this one. Um, they, uh, I think they had every advantage. Notre Dame was a favorite in this one, but they they've been tired. They've been playing since week zero too. So, and they've been playing night game after night game after night game, which you know a lot of players you can't really do that a whole lot. And they have another night game coming up this week, which will preview. Uh, Louisville looked really good in this one, though. Yeah, um, you know, Notre Dame, hey, they got USC this coming week, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, Louisville with the big upset, man. I wasn't expecting it, but um, kudos for Louisville for pulling it off. Yeah, I, I had Louisville to, to win this one, but yeah, I, I didn't think they'd win it by this much. I thought it'd be a pretty close game, but yeah, I, I think they just wore Notre Dame out in that game. Uh, I think upset of the week here, Georgia Tech beat Miami 23-20. to um, Mario Cristobal, man, we we got to just talk about his poor coaching decision uh, yeah. that, that cost them, that cost Miami this game. You have, you have 31 seconds left and you decide to run the ball when you could have just taken a knee and ended the game right there. Yeah, if there was ever a reason where you'll get the fan who says, well, why are these guys taking a knee? This would be the play to show them why teams take knees, bro. Like, because of shit like that, man. One stupid place, uh, a fumble, and then uh, the touchdown to lose the game with one second remaining. Yeah, Miami just choked, man. That was atrocious, man. Horrible coaching. And this is not the first time Mario Cristobal has done this either. He did this in the past. uh, I forget what school it was where he was at before but yeah he did the exact same thing and you know what happened is running back fumbled the ball and they lost that game um but yeah you, you know you, you can't do stupid things like that um in uh and expect to to do anything and you know they dropped the ball this hard week man literally uh Wyoming also with the upset 24 to 19 over Fresno State. Uh, Wyoming, man, out of nowhere this year. They have a really good record. Their only loss right now is to Texas, and they played Texas hard in the first half in that game. They upset Fresno State. Um, this this was really. I don't think anyone saw this coming. Fresno State was a pretty big favorite in this one. Um, you know, they they came in undefeated, and, and Wyoming got the job done, man. Yeah, I'm shocked um, because I think I picked Fresno State in this one, but it was a little bit close. Um, Wyoming, though, I mean, solid win over Fresno State, who was ranked. Yeah, I mean, I, we all we all picked uh, Fresno State in this one uh, on, on last Thursday's episode. Um, Wyoming, I kind of got to shout them out, man, because they've, you know, it, it's a hard, hard school to recruit to uh, for Wyoming. And it's really hard to get good talent there, and they're they're kind of building something in in the uh, in that Mountain West uh, conference there in Wyoming. So, got to give credit where credits due. I know it's you know group of five, but I'm gonna give credit where credits due there. That was that was a very nice win for Wyoming. Uh, Oregon State went to Cal. They won 52 to 40. 
their defense, man, that's what that's what's really cost them uh, that that loss against Washington State. Their defense is just not really good. Cal's offense isn't that good, but Oregon State's offense able to keep you know able to do business and you know get the win here. Yeah, nice win for Oregon State. Um, you know they beat Utah uh, the, the week before or a week or two before, I believe, and then. Um, I mean, out with the win against Cal, so solid. Yeah, very, very solid uh, performance from uh, from uh, from uh, Oregon State there, especially offensively. Defense, not so much. And then USC just barely beats Arizona, forty-three to forty-one in three overtimes. <laughs> I mean, look, Arizona uh, again. It's a very hard. Uh, program to recruit to. Same with Arizona State. Um, USC's defense blows, but what what they're building over in Arizona right now has been really good. Uh, their defense has looked really good so far this year. Um, and offensively, they they haven't been horrible at all this season. Uh, they're three and three now, but you know it, it might we might see you know these Wildcats be. Maybe good in the in the in the Big Twelve next year. We'll just have to wait and see on that one. But yeah, man, USC's defense blows. Yeah, USC, man, they're they're they gotta lose the game coming up, man. They just are not looking good. Um, their defense looks horrible. Caleb Williams even didn't play that great in this game. Um, I definitely feel like Notre Dame even has a good chance of beating them, even though Notre Dame's not that great. They've definitely come back down to earth a little bit. Um, USC is just not it. No, their defense is going to cost them games when they play actual teams. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they have not looked very solid uh, defensively. Uh, you know, everyone's afraid to tackle there. So, yeah. Um, so that kind of wraps up the top 25 games. Uh, oh, and uh, Michigan State lost to the bye week. Um, just, just so you know, uh, I, dude, I, I don't know. Look, we're, when we preview Michigan state's game on Thursday, man, we're, we're going to have a little bit of fun with that because it's pathetic what the line's at right now. So, uh, so real quickly, we're going to do a quick, uh, rankings blitz for college football. Um, shout out to Wyoming receiving 42 votes to be ranked. Uh, they, they, they received the uh, second most, uh, votes in, uh, the others receiving votes categories. So shout out to them for that. Uh, so anyways, the, uh, the bottom five, Miami at number 25, they dropped eight spots from number 17. Kentucky dropped four to 24. Kansas moves into the rankings after being not ranked last week. They're number 23. LSU gained a spot to 22. Notre Dame fell 11 spots from 10th to 21st, man. What, what do you think about any of these guys? Move them up, move them down. Yeah, I think Miami and Kentucky, even though they're at the by, the back half, they could possibly be moved out. Notre Dame, I I mean, they did lose to Louisville. Louisville was ranked at twenty five, so barely ranked. But man, eleven spots—that's a lot, man. I don't know if they should have dropped that far, but I mean, Louisville did look dominant against them, so. Yeah, they. I, I think Notre Dame dropped a little bit too far. I think Kansas 
should have stayed ranked. I don't know why they really dropped out to begin with. Uh, Miami maybe a little bit too harsh. I mean, yes, they did lose to Georgia Tech, but uh, Kentucky I think is okay where they're at. Uh, LSU, I mean, they got the W, so yeah. Uh, I would probably throw Missouri in over over probably Miami or Kentucky um, because, I mean, yeah, they, they did take the loss to, to LSU, but it was still a fairly close game. Uh, staying at number – no, uh, Tennessee moved up to number 20 from uh, 23rd. Washington State fell six spots. Uh, UCLA went to number 18 after being not ranked. Duke gained two spots to go to number 17, and Utah gained two spots, and they're up to 16th now. Yeah, I think that um, I think that those are solid here. Um, definitely, um, you know, Utah. You know, like you said, at 16th, and um, the rest of them um, seem solid here. Um, definitely not as much criticism as I had with the last ones. Um, with you know Washington State, I feel like 17's all right. You know. They're they're at nineteenth, not seventeenth. Nineteen, nineteen, um, and then Tennessee in there as well. So, yeah, I think it's uh, solid, but um, no, the, none of these teams are going to go too crazy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the the bottom ten of these rankings all have at least one loss. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I I got no complaints here. Um, I, I'd probably maybe put UCLA ahead of Duke. But, you know, UCLA did just come off a bye week. So I, th- I think, you know, I kind of understand not, you know, jumping the gun immediately. But putting them over Washington State, not bad about that at all. Uh, Oregon State stays at number 15. Louisville went from 25 to 14th after that uh, win over Notre Dame. Ole Miss gained three spots and UNC gained two. And Bama stayed at number 11. Uh, what do you think on this one? Man, Louisville, so Notre Dame drops 11 spots and Louisville goes up 11 spots. So, man, they definitely were high on Louisville that game, man. So, um, Ole Miss, I think, is in Bama are fine. UNC is fine. Or I think that uh, grouping is fine. I, I would put UNC over Bama. That's my really only issue with that one. Uh, Louisville's, obviously, they've been solid so far this year. Um with some pretty good wins and obviously the big one this week with beating uh, Notre Dame and Notre Dame is not really a bad team at all, but yeah, I, I think they're just kind of worn out. They've played more football than anyone else in the country or at least in the top 25 right now. But yeah, I, I think my only difference here would, I would put Bam, uh, UNC over Bama. Uh, I've actually probably even put UNC in, up into the next group here. Uh, USC dropped a spot to number 10. They've fallen a spot, I think, every week for the last, like, three weeks now. Um, Texas dropped to number six. Or not to number six, to number nine. They dropped six spots. Uh, Oregon, Washington, Penn State all stays eight, seven, six. Um, I have no issues with those three. Texas, I don't know. I, look, I still think Texas is a top five team. I don't know if OU really deserves to be in the top five yet. Yes, they did beat Texas, but I don't know, man. This it, it was kind of a a weird ranking to do uh, with putting OU up in that top five, I think. 
Yeah, so OU, you know, gets in that number five spot. Uh, USC just keeps moving down, even though Texas so Texas has that loss, but they're ahead of USC, so interesting to see. And then we'll get around to it, but the big game of the week, you know, 7-8, Washington, Oregon will be interesting to see who comes on top of that. So um, though whoever wins that will probably jump Oklahoma next week. Uh, whoever wins between Washington and Oregon, so look, yeah. I, I'm I know we're not doing previews today, but I'm putting all my money on on Washington. I don't believe in in road bow nicks, but we'll we'll get into that more on on uh, Thursday. But no, I'm I'm completely fine with with uh, with that six, seven, eight uh, spots and USC being at number ten. I, I'd even throw them out of the the throw them out of the top ten just because. They have not performed very well against bad schools like Colorado, like Arizona. Not that Arizona is necessarily bad, but they're not nearly as good as USC is supposed to be as a top 10 team. Uh, so, yeah. And then OU gained seven spots from number 12 to go to number five. Florida State gained a spot. OSU gained a spot. And then Michigan and Georgia stay at number one, number two. Um I really have no issues with this group outside of OU. I'd probably put Penn State there instead at number uh, at number five over OU, but that's just me. But, yeah. Yeah, I think that group's solid. Um, I mean, yeah, Oklahoma beat the number three team, so moving up. But I don't think Oklahoma's going to stay in the top five for much longer. Like I said, I think next week they'll probably be – even if they win, they'll be back down in the six to ten range. Yeah, I I, I don't think OU is going to be in this top five for for very long. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see on that though. Uh, so yeah, that that wraps up the college football rankings blitz. Um, so yeah, the the NHL season started tonight. Uh, we we had only three games. Um, right now, uh, the uh, the Penguins are. Uh, and the Blackhawks are tied 2-2. Um, let me get you a quick uh, score check here. Um, let's see. Uh, no point. Oh, no. Connor Bedard does have a point. He has an assist uh, in in this game so far. Um, but, but no goals. I am praying to the hockey gods because I hate Chicago that, um, that Bedard doesn't score a single goal in this one. And then uh, the early game, we had uh, the Lightning beat the Predators 5-3. to three. And then uh, actually in about uh, 20 minutes, we have face-off between uh, the Golden Knights and the Kraken. Uh, Vegas is having their uh, their banner ceremony. So, um, yeah, that, that kind of wraps up uh, tonight. That kind of is what it is. Um, there's... You know, hockey's back. I'm happy. That's all that really matters. Um, so, yeah. And then, uh, lastly, uh, just kind of going to get it over into the uh, into the MLB playoffs real quick, man. The Dodgers are in trouble, man. They are in some serious <laughs> shit right now. Well, yeah, speaking about the – yeah, so the Dodgers are definitely in trouble. But uh, the team that, I mean, they're pretty much done for right now is um, the Baltimore Orioles. So – they're down seven to one. It's the bottom of the eighth right now, so they're they're done for unless some miracle happens in the ninth inning. So, um, yeah, man, Baltimore winning over a hundred games and get swept in the playoffs. I I told 
everyone though, I'm like, Texas is sneaky, man. I, I was saying, I think Texas has a good shot of being a dark horse in this, uh, this playoff, man. And they are looking like it. And even the Diamondbacks now are looking like a, a nice underdog team that could make a run at the World Series. So yeah, um, you, I mean, you called it, man. Te- Texas has been really sneaky so far in the playoffs. I mean, they they swept the uh, the wild card series, and now it looks like they're about to sweep the uh, the divisional series. Uh, the Astros also won tonight, nine to one. Uh, now they lead the series two to one uh, against Minnesota. But but back to the the National League real quick, man. I mean, the the Braves and Phillies are tied. Um, I think we all kind of saw, you know, this would probably be a good, you know, battle between these two teams. But the Dodgers, I mean, Clayton Kershaw couldn't even make it out of one inning in game one, man. He had, I think, uh, I think we saw like a 21 whip, which is, (laughs) which is ridiculous. Yeah, it was, it was a horrible, horrible performance from him on, uh, on Saturday, Diamondbacks yeah. won that one eleven to two. I mean, they have not saw, looked good. Yeah, I saw that. Um, he was the first player ever in the postseason to give up five runs without recording an out. So, yeah, he was awful, man. And like Kershaw is usually bad in the playoffs, but never not like that, man. Like that was just awful. Yeah, it was. A- piss poor performance uh, to say the least man I mean he just he looks so bad and it, it was it was really embarrassing he had a 162 ERA man I mean that is that is bad you know he, so he, he 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 pitched 0.1 innings in that game that that's yeah that is bad uh I mean the Dodgers are in trouble and look I called it man I, I said the Dodgers are probably going to choke in this series, and and they're choking unless some miracle happens uh, tomorrow night. I don't see the Dodgers winning the series. No, yeah, they're done for. They might win a game, maybe push it two more games, but uh, I think that they are they probably win one and then lose the following game. Yeah, the, the Diamondbacks have just been very consistent as of late, um, and that's why they really got into the playoffs and. I think having this time off for a lot of these teams like uh like Baltimore and and the Dodgers is kind of hurting them. Uh you know, they they had what a week off or so. Uh so it it's kind of hurt these teams, but yeah, it's it's interesting. These playoffs man have been wild so far though. Yeah, they have been. Um the Braves coming back down four nothing yesterday. Um it's going to be interesting to see who who makes it all the way. I, I think right now, man, I think, you know, it's going to be the battle of uh, Texas. Uh, it's looking like in the AL, Houston versus Texas. I'm pulling for Texas, man, over Houston and then National League. Fuck Houston. I think Fuck Houston. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would love to see the Diamondbacks, but I think it's going to be whoever wins the Phillies Braves is going to go to the World Series on that side, so... It's going to be a close one, man. Yeah, and, you know, Baltimore's probably out of it. I mean, uh, bar- barring a miracle tonight, they're out of it. Um, and, and, yeah, I think I think you're right on, on the National League side. It's probably going to be the winner of the, the Braves-Phillies series. And this is going to be a very good series between these two teams, too, which 
we discussed uh, last week. But yeah, a uh, lot lot of interesting stuff. We'll uh, we'll highlight you know some of the uh, uh, matchups coming up, uh, especially once we get into the uh, the uh, the AL and NL championship series. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about those in a greater length, and same with obviously the World Series. We'll we'll definitely have a lot of coverage on that. Um, but yeah, that wraps it up for tonight, Mike. You got anything else? Uh, no, just you know the usual. We'll be back for Thursday previewing you know NFL and college. Um, we'll see what else we have on the floor as well. But yeah, um, definitely a. Uh, interesting week ahead for both uh, NFL hockey and basketball both are starting here pretty soon and um, baseball of course the playoffs yeah lots to talk about Uh, I think preseason for the NBA started did it start tonight or did it start earlier this weekend I I don't um it was yesterday okay and the the Thunder played it was Wembenyama uh it was his first preseason game so he had a solid game but nothing too crazy other than that happened so yeah fair enough and obviously tonight was opening night for uh for the nhl uh i'm gonna end up watching some of this uh this vegas cracking game i really really hope uh seattle wins this because i despise vegas with every cell in my body um it's not a sports town i don't care what anyone says uh quit trying to make vegas a sports town but Anyways, uh, rate, review, subscribe, you know, let us know, you know, things you want to hear, what you want to see in the show, you know, criticism is always open and welcome, uh, constructive criticism, please, uh, you know, stuff that actually helps us be better, uh, so yeah, with that said, we will see you guys all on Thursday.